I don't know if I'm good. I'm ready, I guess. Okay, that's okay. I can effervesce enough for everyone. I know. I know you could. I could always count on you to be the positive tide that raises all boats in this discussion. Howdy! Welcome to a very special episode of the Managing Expectations podcast. We got like the whole gangs here. I'm your host, Jeff Winger. With me, as always, is the aide de camp, Brian Grimm. Howdy, Brian. Howdy, Jeff. Good morning. <laughs> and also joining us after a, a hiatus, after his sojourn into the wilderness, is uh, the segundo, uh, Jared Reiser. Howdy, Jared. Hey, guys. How's it going? Okay, you got to speak up because we're, we're having a little trouble. Howdy! That was almost as loud as yours. Thank you, Billy Madison. <laughs> yesterday! We should have done this yesterday! <laughs> you started it. <laughs> My name's Matt Foley. I'm 33 years old, I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> Dad, hey, Dad, do my eyes to see me? Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? I wish you'd just shut your yapper. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, this, is, this is kind of like... Uh, the uh, public baths of the of the uh, Roman Senate. There's like, uh, no, a lot of no. there's a lot of no. manliness going on here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Billy so Matt, have Billy Madison and Matt Foley manliness. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm the rising tide, and you two are all boats, and. Uh, Great to have you. Uh, great, great to have the gang together. We've had a lot going on. A lot going on. Uh, last episode, uh, Jared talked about uh, uh, how wonderful it is to live in the Rocky Mountains. Hard to beat. If you can't get it at City Market, you don't need it. True that. Yep. Um, okay, so. Brian, do you remember when I installed the the dishwasher in Kansas City? It had electrical what? aspects, so I talked to you a few times. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that that's the day that that you called me seventeen times, <laughs> roughly. Did you write that down in your diary? Dear like, diary. So Jeff, is the is the power on? <laughs> okay, turn it on. <laughs> turn on the power. <laughs> Actually, I got a little zap and he said, uh, well, because you're a professional, I know you would have put uh, one of those- Wire nuts. Wire nuts on the, on the end of a live, um, live, live wire. 
It's like, uh, yeah, uh, of, of course I, of course I will now. Yeah, I didn't know that, but uh, you know what? I've, I've tried to do that going forward. Mm -hmm. I've tried to do that henceforth. Yep. Uh, so, um, it, it was a job that was supposed to take two hours. And I asked if you knew how long it took me. Do you remember what you said? I don't remember what I said. I didn't write that part down. <laughs> uh, I can tell you, I can tell you what you said. Um, you said, well, a sharp guy like you, I'm guessing you got that done in about six hours. And I think it was like somewhere between eight and nine. Okay. Um, does that, does that sound like you? Does that sound about right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, so Mrs. Winger bought me this thing. Uh, she started looking at them a year ago when there was the, the run on toilet papers, uh, uh, toilet paper in the stores. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Um, when I talk to two guys from Colorado and the, and, and the topic turns to papers, I, 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 I'm afraid that you might get distracted. Uh, toilet paper. Uh, good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, so Mrs. Winger started looking at these uh, bidet attachments to the toilet. Have you ever, you guys ever seen anything like this? I've seen it, but I've never used one. Well, it's not an actual bidet. It's just... It's the American version of bidet. It's a water hose you know, tied to the side of the toilet. <laughs> it's, it's the, uh, it's the, spray, it's, it's the spray nozzle that usually is attached to a sink, the kitchen sink. It's just, but it's just. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a mental, mental image now. Oh. Okay. So, so, um, she, it's called the butler. Clever, clever. What? <laughs> what? What was that? It's a clever name. Yeah, they they really have some fun with it. Um, for well, not the only ones. But for all your butler needs. <laughs> so. Um, uh, so so the deal is. You got to like take this. Okay, so it's it's an attachment, and it kind of like uh, the control panel, uh, which is analog, uh, comes off the side of your toilet, kind of like uh, one of the one of those things on the Starship Enterprise. Okay, so you got this like like kind of like a wing thing coming off the side, but the but the deal is you got to take the seat off. You got to put that down. Uh, you, so then you, you you put the the butler down. Uh, then you put the seat back on top of it, and then you hook it up. It, it comes with a hose, and you got to add a T uh, a, a T joint. Uh, what do you call that? T joint. Yep. Is that what? Is it really called that? Yeah, I just go into Home Depot and say, "Give me a T joint." They know exactly. <laughs> they point me right to the correct aisle. Oh, you must have just bought a butler. <laughs> yeah, they know. 
Jeff Jeff Wager was just here the other day. <laughs> so uh the instructions say it's supposed to take you 15 minutes to install. <laughs> you boys want to guess? Sharp, 15 sharp, hours. Guy like, sharp guy like you. <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to guess. A, yeah, a couple, a couple hours, like Three two hours. hours or something. <laughs> it was, it was uh, start to finish. Uh, uh, two hours and and i'll tell you what okay because um first of all the the toilet seat had a stripped nut okay so i'm using my okay my husky brand hexagonal wrench set all right now i i bought those at home depot or lowe's on Black Friday several years ago. You know what you get at Home Depot on Black Friday? With a hus what do you what do you get? The the stuff that hasn't sold in like five years? No, no, no. They bring in tons of it. I mean it's it's a good deal, but it's a it's it's disposable tools. Yeah, it's it's like consumer grade happy homeowner. I love the way he says consumer grade. <laughs> Not contractor grade, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like the 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 chrome plating is maybe a little thin. C it's, comes uh, with like a pink hammer, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it comes with a pair of gloves. Because <laughs> it, it knows that you're gonna bash your knuckles on something. A little, little, little pack of Neosporin. <laughs> little first aid kit. Uh. <laughs> Earmuffs for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. Consumer grade. <laughs> okay. Well, that's pretty A swear jar. Uh, so, so it, it, it took, it took me two hours. Uh, there was quite a bit of mopping up. It, it's so, it's so frustrating. Okay. So, so first of all, um, you know, I mean, I, Mrs. Winger leaves it to me to clean the hall bathroom, which is the one I primarily use. All right. And I, you know, I, I truth be told, I clean it less than she would like and more than I think is necessary. Okay, it's 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 a perfectly clean bathroom. Okay, um, but you start you st start un un undoing uh, the toilet seat, and you are unleashing ancient <laughs> evils. I mean, it's like it's like it's like popping popping the top of uh, the 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 Ark of the Covenant at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> I read. I read about. I read about uh, this thing where the Russians in Siberia like drilled a hole like five miles deep, <laughs> and and, uh, and they were like, they like they started hearing like some echoey noises coming out of it, and they were like, ah, fill it back up with concrete. <laughs> we're not sure. We're not exactly sure what's going on down there. Fill it back up. <laughs> where did you hear that story? 
at uh, Robert, history, Rob, Robert Duvall's church in the Apostle? A uh, history channel. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was it was right. It was the show that comes on between ancient aliens and uh, Pawn Stars. So whatever, whatever that show is. Pawn Stars was a pretty good show. Uh, you didn't like it? Um, when I when I worked in construction, I knew too many guys that were like Rick, the the shop owner. A little too cool by half. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He probably. What was his name? Rick. 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 Then, Rick. Help me. It's a little Peter Lorre from Casablanca for you. I was I was thinking uh, Caitlin's stepdad, Horatio Sands, Rick. It <laughs> was so funny. Rick, was... I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was such a cute. Uh, yeah. That was just an Amy Poehler tour mm -hmm. de force. Have you ever seen that sketch, Jared? Mm -mm. Oh, it's great. Brian, why don't you explain I'll, I'll it? Look it up. You're a dad and send me a clip. <laughs> uh, Amy, Amy Poehler plays like a 12 year old uh, with little blonde pigtails and kind Greenlets. of quir yeah, quirky clothes. And Horatio Sands, his character's name is Rick, and he plays her stepdad. And he just and he really loves Caitlin. Um, but uh, he takes her to the mall to get her ears pierced. And she's like, Rick, I'm so excited to get my ears pierced today. Rick. And, uh, and, and then, super uh, precocious and just, just like exploding with energy. She's bouncing off the walls all the time. And like super smart. She has all these kind of quirky references for stuff. And, and, uh, and like, okay, Caitlin, time to get your ears pierced. And she's like, <laughs> Rick, I don't want to do it. I'm so excited to get my ears pierced. Rick, don't make me do it. I'm really scared. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Horatio Sands is just like, Caitlin is going to be fine. It, you won't, you, it won't even hurt for just a second. You're going to be just fine. Rick, I'm scared. Don't make me do it, Rick. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, yeah, you know, I liked Horatio Sands. I thought I thought he was funnier than he got credit for. But the thing is, he would always make Fallon break, and then he would always break. But um, <clears throat> several years ago, there was uh, an anniversary special. And, uh, you know, he had lost about 100 pounds and was like really like a, a thoughtful guy. Mm -hmm. um, he actually has a podcast that I didn't think was that great. I mean, he's still he's in L.A. and he's he's acting and doing improv and stuff like that, I guess. <clears throat> I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, OK, back back to the bidet. Oh, Right. So um, I'm just scared to death. The stupid thing is going to like, is going to leak. You know, I'm going to turn the water back on and it's going to go off like the Bellagio fountain, which is usually how my some of us need that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you only want Bellagio when you want Bellagio. Uh, you don't want is that. Is that a setting? You don't want, <laughs> you don't want accidental Bellagio. Yeah. We turn it to the Bellagio setting here for this one. <laughs> well, 
because they're doing amazing things with LED lighting now. <laughs> we can all agree. <laughs> I think I think if there's anything that unites us. Uh, uh. <laughs> Stop it, Jared. You're scaring me. <laughs> With your... Do you have a butler for your computer monitor? <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I'm going to go off camera. Got to use the bathroom real quick. <laughs> uh, the only room in Jared's house where he could get a little privacy to record uh, the Managing Expectations podcast <laughs> is the restroom. So that's the shower curtain you see behind it. <laughs> I was just about to say, Janelle always says that's a shower curtain behind me. Janelle's your charming <laughs> sister, for those of you who didn't hear. Who, episode, ha who hates Jeff. <laughs> who, who didn't listen to the last episode. Um, gosh, you know, here you are, two, two beloved friends of mine. Uh, and you both have women in your, in your families who despise me. Funny, huh? <laughs> What's up with that? Well, I don't know. Yeah, you're so kind and you never say anything that would ever uh, hurt anyone's feelings. It... <laughs> you know they love you, Jeff. You're you're so full of it. He always he always does this and the women love him. Yeah, the women love me. Okay, so back to the they big do. day. So um it takes me forever and I finally finally get it. <laughs> back and oh so my husky so my hexagonal um uh my hexagonal wrench set uh you know it's like one of the kind that looks like a swiss army knife you like you know some of them fold out on one end and the others fold out the other way on the other end so of all things the nut that holds the the, the wrenches in the handle falls out i swear to you so so in the in the first few minutes first few minutes okay i got a stripped nut in the in the toilet seat and then like my wrench goes south fortunately i have both metric and what is it ase is that american standard equivalent or what, what's ase stamp stand for i just call it standard okay well i call it american standard so uh, I don't know what the E stands for. American Stand Dare Day. <laughs> Equality. Um, so I was able to. So I was able to fix one wrench with the other wrench, and uh, that reminded me of the King of the Hill episode, where which is everyone's favorite documentary down here. Uh, and Hank goes with a can of WD-40 and he and the, the cap is stuck on the WD-40 so he reaches onto his belt where he keeps a miniature can of WD-40 and he pulls it up <laughs> and he sprays sprays the cap of the first one and pops it off. It was hilarious. Anyway, finally got that done and now I'm afraid. So I'm like, I, I go to Mrs. Winger and I say, you know, um, okay, well, I think it's done, but I need you to test it. And she's like, well, why don't you test it? I said, well, I need to be ready in case I like got to shut the water off or in case something happens. Okay. So she's like, well, all right, when I go, I'll let you know. And so like, kind of stayed after her 
Do you need to go now? <laughs> Would you like some water, Julie? <laughs> How about now? All right, so finally I get, okay. She's like, why don't you just do it? I'm like, I've got to be ready with the wrench and the towels if, if it's like, you know, my typical home improvement job. You're holding onto the toilet. Jillian, help! <laughs> okay, so, so a, a word about the butler. Um, there is an upgrade. You know, Mrs. Winger, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. There's an upgrade that allows you to like tap into the hot water feed under your sink. So you can get a warm spritz. That sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sounds better. That's not what we got. But it's okay. It's Texas. It's like 100 <laughs> degrees all the time. So so anyway, so so I got, you know, a wrench in one hand and a towel in the other. And um, Mrs. Winger is a trooper. So she's going to dry it out. Okay. So, so there's two knobs. One is uh, directional. And the other one is uh, uh, pitch, velocity. Pitch Force. and yaw. <laughs> so I don't even know what those mean. <laughs> it doesn't matter, white squall. Okay, it was hilarious. <laughs> Bass and treble. <laughs> uh, I got that. Yeah. yeah. Harry and Tonto. Get to the but, part where you use it, man. I'm on the edge okay, of my so, seat here. So, so, so Mrs. Winger uses it and and uh, she jumps like about 40,000 volts went through her. Okay. <laughs> and she goes, that's cold. And so, well, it's because you didn't get you didn't get the upgrade. You didn't get the. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you. Yeah, this is my anniversary gift. This is what she got. Uh, I left that part out. Sorry. Yeah, she she bought it. This is on her credit card. So uh so she's like okay so what do these knobs do and you know i talk talk her through it so so, so she gives herself another another schwitz and uh she jumps again like like, like she just got electrified again so cold <laughs> i find it refreshing it's cold and you put it on the wrong side of the toilet <laughs> What? <laughs> I said she said it's cold and you put it on the wrong side of the toilet. <laughs> uh well that would be got the front of my shirt on that one. <laughs> anyway, that's that's my home improvement bidet story. Um you've been living with it for a few days now. Uh in fact that's true. Well uh, uh what's what's the long term review? Yeah. Well, I finally, just the other day, uh, I took out the tools, I think, that were in the clear. Uh, I kept my tool bag uh, there between the, 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 the shower and the commode, just in case I needed it for anything. Uh, I think we're okay. I think we're okay. 
So um, uh, it's uh, it's a delight. I don't I don't need to use it uh, all the time, but it's it's nice to have it. It seems like one of those things that um, I'm either um, you know so it's in the hall bathroom. So I I'm afraid that it's going to like mark me as like some sort of like. <laughs> weird eccentric who has like this <laughs> toilet attachment <laughs> so like when you have company over I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like either tell this story or just say hey hey don't get freaked out about the bidet it's perfectly natural they do it all over Europe you just get just get like a note card and just tape it above it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you uh, yeah, the restroom's just down the hall to the right. Uh, I just need you to just here, here. Uh, I, I want you to read this index card, which we've covered in plastic. Uh, just do me a favor when you're done reading it, go ahead and wipe it off. And, uh, and, and, yeah, try to keep try to keep it under Bellagio, would you? <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's it. That's my uh, so so I think that that. A story incorporates um, uh, toilet humor, uh, also uh, self-effacing uh, home improvement uh, humor. So, good story. Am I right, Carlos? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Okay. See, you're feeling better already, aren't you? Boy, laughter really is the best medicine. That was, yeah, <laughs> funny and educational. <laughs> I, uh, the house that we're in now, I, uh, we had a, uh, an electric cooktop th that was like one of those, uh, glass tops and it was all scratched up and kind of a mess. Uh, I swapped it out for, um, a gas cooktop and, this you know, is, I'm, yeah. I'm comfortable working with electricity, natural gas on the other hand is a little bit frightening. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, frankly, electricity will kill you, uh, but yeah. ga gas can kill you silently, and that's and and also the family. Well, and it can also kill you really loudly as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead. Well, you should feel the headache coming on, right? You should. Okay. And it, well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and it smells bad. Continue. So, mm -hmm. um, so I get like, I get the tools and I get like the fitting and get all the stuff. <clears throat> and, uh, and then I think, man, I don't, they make like these little wand testers that can sense natural gas. So like you go up to a thing and you like press the button and like, it'll, it'll give you like an, an alarm, like a little aud audible alarm. So I pick up one of those and it was like 25 bucks or something like that. I'm like, ah, so small Use price it. to pay for peace of yeah. mind yeah and so i hook the thing up and i tighten but it's like you know tighten it but don't over tighten it right right yeah just enough so you know get it all set up and and i was like a bloodhound after i hooked up that thing <laughs> you smell that hey come here smell this <laughs> <laughs> and uh so it's it's under you know so it's 
cooktops that's here and then it's got a cabinet underneath it with two doors that close and you know that everybody fills with pots and pans and whatever um so i hook it up i test it out everything the burners all light you know turn everything off or get the little wand it's it's fine um and uh like you i left out the tools until the next morning just in case you know that way everything was there if, if i needed them well i left mine um, out for a week and a half but whatever yeah so <laughs> So I, th I think that uh, start to finish, um, it, it probably took me about 27 minutes <laughs> to get it hooked up. And that includes sniff time? Sniff time, yeah. <laughs> okay. About 13 of that was just me double checking my work. <laughs> you know, so, so uh, the butler who's not a well, sponsor of the Managing Expectations podcast, but I would be happy to talk to them um, because I could really, I could really promote this. Uh, I could really promote the crap out of this. Um, um, but, you know, they actually include plumber's tape, but uh, I managed to get everything wet and then I don't know if you've ever had to like try to like wrap plumber's tape once around the threads when your hands are soaking wet and the the nozzle is wet and you know and then you know those yeah. those threads are like really and and, and I just I'm, I'm scared to death that I stripped everything out um, and then like, uh, that I stripped it out and that over, you know, in the next several months, the plumber's tape will uh, decay to the point that when I'm out of town or something, uh, it'll give up the ghost and uh, yeah, that'll be a problem. So. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. Um, I'll tell you, when I saw that gas cooked up, I didn't sleep at all that night. <laughs> I could just, I could just imagine like the, the main floor filling up with natural gas. <laughs> okay. So the 27 minutes isn't, isn't including the anxiety that you right. had. No. no, of course not. No. Um, it, uh, so, now gas. Okay. So there's different kinds. There's, there's natural gas, there's propane, right? There's lots of different gases. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> again another king of the hill reference uh uh bobby hill says my dad calls butane bastard gas <laughs> because hank hank is always about propane clean burning propane and propane accessories anyway um uh but it sinks right it's it's heavier than oxygen think so yeah so so i could just imagine that cabinet like filling up with with natural gas and then like sinking the into the basement and killing everyone there no i didn't i didn't think about that i could just i could just imagine it like just being like a little propane tank or natural gas it never tank. crossed your mind mr grip <laughs> didn't even think about that run downstairs in the morning you know, don't turn on, don't turn on any light switches or anything like that. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just do this in the dark and it's going to be fine. And, uh, again, back to the bloodhound, like I open up the cabinets real slow, 
what's the difference between open and slow and, and fast? I've seen Backdraft. Haven't you seen Backdraft? <laughs> <laughs> Once on NBC. Yeah, me too. He won't let he, what he won't he won't let fire play. What was the deal? Yeah, I I, I work with a guy who just thinks Backdraft is like the coolest movie ever made, and I'm pretty sure that's because he was 12 years old in 1994 when it came out. Did that was Backdraft the one that had one of the Baldwin's in it? Alex brother uh, Alex uh well Alex the oldest right so man I yeah. can't remember which Baldwin it was yeah <clears throat> I haven't seen that Brian before. remembers Billy Billy he probably dies doesn't he I don't re I don't remember uh Robert Duvall's in it is he really what did he play a curmudgeonly retired fire chief who gives Kurt Russell the advice that he needs to solve the I case? He, I don't think he was Kurt, retired. Did he I die? thought Kurt Russell is backdraft in the same one where with Tommy Lee Jones then? I thought no. Kurt Russell was in the one with Tommy Lee Jones where he's blowing stuff up. No, that's Jeff Bridges. In another that movie that came out in 1994, I, never mind. <laughs> uh, that was called like Blow Up or something. No, it wasn't Blow Up. It was Blow <laughs> Up. they didn't strain any brain muscles there, huh? There was there was a movie. I think it was okay. All right, all right, geniuses. Uh, it was like French avant-garde. Uh, Blow Up, and then in the early 80s, Brian De Palma made a movie called Blow Out, which was uh, very similar. Uh, it was like a suspense uh, noir, except being the early 80s, there was a lot of gratuitous sex. And then it became a trilogy when the third movie came out, Fire Hot, I believe, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> hmm. If only we could think of a third movie for your trilogy that uses the word blow. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Robert Duvall was not in it. Robert De Niro was. Seriously? Hmm. Seriously. Uh, uh, William Baldwin, not Billy. He's a grown-up now. It's William. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donald Sutherland, and I think Donald Sutherland was like the. the he was the psycho who was in jail. Yeah. Uh, and was it was it Kurt Russell or was it Robert Duvall? No, uh, Robert De Niro, who would like always show up at his at his parole hearings, and uh, they said, "If you get out, what do you want to do to the world?" And he said, "Burn it down." Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Robert De Niro. Scott Glenn was in it. He sure was. Yeah. Careful now, spoiler alert. <laughs> That's Scott Glenn. Um, he's a he's a craggy feet uh, fellow. I like him. Uh, yeah, I don't like him when he has long hair. In some in some uh, movies, he has like really long hair. Like uh, he was in a movie. Uh, what was oh? It was it called Vertical Limit that had Chris O'Donnell and Robert Robin Tunney, <laughs> Robert Tunney, <laughs> Robert Tunney Jr. <laughs> uh, okay, what was what was the blow? movie with Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, uh, 
uh, I know what you're talking. Like I, I can see it. Yeah, it was well because I it remember because I, I was, I was still in Denver. I was, it was blown away. It was blown away. There okay, go. there it is. Blow up, blow out, blown away. The sequel to just blow with uh, what's his name? Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp and uh, Penelope Cruz, which was a movie that we were watching at Mueller's cabin in Gunnison. We were watching, it was like an edited for television version, but Kenny Wayne's mom was there. And um, it had been on for like 20 seconds and she watched, walks in, she has the same impeccable timing as Mrs. Winger, right? Always catching you doing something. And, and so Bridget, who was German goes, what are we watching? <laughs> That's the movie you were watching? I don't know why I thought it was something, you know, like some rated G movie. And that's just the way Bridget was, you know. Everything was rated R to her. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I think so. Because, um, huh. yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay, so what else do we have? Um, let me see. Uh, I, was, I was a little, uh, so I made... I, I thought that this would be a very bad. Um, okay, so I would expect to be cremated and not buried uh, for all the reasons you might expect. But I was thinking that uh, a, a, an epitaph would maybe be uh, he was prone to the injudicious use of dairy. I thought of that when I was, uh, I made bagels the other day. Mrs. Winger and I, and I thought, I wonder if normal people use that much cream cheese. That was a good story, huh? You know what's better than two dudes talking? I'm like, was that the end of your story, Jeff? Three, three dudes talking. Is that it? Hey! Uh, I see that Jeff is uh, happy about the unofficial start of summer with the pineapple shirt he's wearing today which looks great <laughs> you know all around the world the pineapple is an international symbol of welcome it's not hospitality just a, yeah that's yeah. right that's right how you like them pineapples uh, uh sarah used to have the pineapple as a logo for her company really mm -hmm. for the same reason and for the same reason, yep. And uh, we had a, a, a brass pineapple door knocker on our last place. It was really cool. And like the guy, the guy who bought it, like said, "No, that's included. I want that." Right, that'll just get you. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, so what, is it? You can't find another one online. Not like that one. <laughs> Still too soon to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so anybody watching anything or reading anything i have been trying to find something to watch um and man i'm having a tough time um There's nothing good on you know maybe once this deal uh that amazon puts into place when, when they buy MGM, when that deal is done, maybe their Amazon prime video will 
their library will expand out. But right now there's just, I can't, I'm having a tough time finding anything interesting. And I don't know if it's just, if I just go back to watching Mad Men again. <laughs> just, just let's just take it around the horn again. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, is, is John Malone still there in Denver? Mm -hmm. and he's like the multi-billionaire who built what I, I mean he was like the guy behind charter cable uh he was um tci telecommunications inc and uh, it's now liberty global okay and does he own a big chunk of at&t uh yeah i think so Okay, because he he I heard that he made out when Apple bought MGM. Amazon. Yes, Amazon. Apple wouldn't sully their hands with MGM. Uh, yeah, he probably will. Uh, okay, so yeah, there, I mean, a lot of business people were like talking about that move. I don't know what what did he okay so okay so what's amazing what's what's amazing is that amazon can what do they drop nine nine billion dollars on mgm and it's like mm -hmm. nothing can you imagine yeah. nine billion dollars being nothing uh one of our favorites he says yeah uh scott galloway said yeah they'll drop nine billion dollars and just so they can sell more paper towels to people <laughs> Scott Galloway also said, imagine if they would have given the creative director of Amazon Prime $9 billion and said, here, go make some awesome content for us. But maybe that's not how people think. They think, I, you know, I don't know. Other than James Bond, I mean, MGM was famous for musicals and stuff, right? Um, Singing in the Rain, I think, is an MGM, uh, is in Sound of Music and... The Wizard of Oz, aren't those MGM? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's oh yeah, why Louis Jeff B. Louis B. Mayer does not come across as a good guy in that uh, Renee Zellweger Judy Garland biopic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seems like a real jerk to poor little Judy. The that I've heard that that uh, Jeff Bezos um, just loves musicals; that they're his rosebud. Okay, you're you're being funny now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when um, he was a boy, when he was a boy, he wanted to watch musicals, and his mom was like, "No, you can't do that. You need to work." And uh, so now this is just <laughs> fulfillment of his dreams. He'll own all the musicals. You know, Jeff Bezos is the exact same age as me. We were in the Pacific Northwest at the exact same time. I just, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I suppose I shouldn't feel bad. I certainly shouldn't compare myself to the guy. But I mean, honestly, packaging books and shipping them out. I mean, how does that not seem like a pretty obvious thing that you can do? And then just from there, branch, I, I don't even know what he sold next. I, what, what were this? What was the second thing, Jeff? What was the second thing that Amazon sold? Where did they, what did they expand to after books? Bookmarks. That was a serious question, Brian. That's I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm well, you know, I mean, you know, you started shaving your hair and taking human growth hormone just so you could be more like 
Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you you noticed. <laughs> might I say he looks fantastic. <laughs> you know, Chris Rock, I wish I could remember what he said. Maybe I can look it up. He said something kind of funny about all the poor, crappy content that the he thinks the cancel culture is behind all that. Everybody's being too safe. Everybody's afraid to be, you know, funny like they want to be. Uh, something's got to give. Uh, I, I, I think Brian's, uh, it's probably true that things, um, that there's not a lot of funny stuff out there. Unless, you know, you want to like go back and watch stuff that couldn't be made. You know, um, I did, but, but, you know, I don't know, uh, between the first amendment and, and comedians desire to always push the envelope. I think you, you have, uh, there's a sense that, um, uh, you know, th things, things could be funny at some point, unless they, they just start shooting people in the streets for not being with the dominant orthodoxy, you know, and based on what I understand of the French Revolution and the Cultural Revolution, that's not off the table. Uh, but they asked, they, they, somebody said to Mel Brooks, you could never make Blazing Saddles today. And he said, well, you couldn't, you couldn't make it then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except he did you know <laughs> you know i had i had to think for a second i have emily and i have watched a couple of movies lately but we we've been going back to things we you know we hadn't ever seen before i think i mentioned to you uh, we watched the terminal with tom hanks and then we watched what did you think of that i liked it yeah i thought it was pretty good did you think that I the feel, romance I, was contrived I don't know about that. I don't know if I believe the the whole yeah. romance thing. Yeah, yeah. But but the, you know, there's something about Hanks. I think I might have said after we talked about it that I feel like he can do anything, just about anything. He he doesn't have. I can maybe count on one hand. You know, the bad movies. I feel he's done. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed most of his films. Yeah. Okay. But but we watched that, and I don't know if you'd care about this one, Jeff. But we <laughs> we watched uh, Three Hundred Days of Summer. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel, yeah, no, Deschanel. she's just as cute as a button, isn't she? Uh, no, I kind of mm -hmm. wanted to see that, um, but never got around to it. I mean, it kind of seems like a millennial romance. So, um, would I really enjoy it? It's pretty good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you might like it. I think they don't they don't they say like in the beginning, Brian, something like that. This is not a love story. <laughs> say something like yeah, that at the very beginning some, something like that um yeah. it's I, I think it's good i i like joseph uh gordon hewlett packard <laughs> the guy with three first names <laughs> yeah um and uh and uh zoe de chanel yeah she's she's great too so yeah it's 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 good it's, it's a little bit sad but it's good does anybody die? I don't think so. No, I don't I'll remember. Say, how sad could it be? I don't think so. Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
take it easy, Ella. <laughs> um, Mrs. Winger and I just watched a movie called The Bad and the Beautiful from 1952. Uh, it was, it's got Kirk Douglas and Lana Turner in it. And um, there's a, and, it, and it, it was, it was surprisingly good. Um, there's a scene that I know you've seen before uh, where, uh, I mean, because like Kirk Douglas does this, does this thing and I, I've been, I've been trying to do it and I, and I can't do a Kirk Douglas, but he yells, he gets like really passionate and he like does this, you know, he does this thing and um, or he did this thing and um, you know, there's a, there's a scene where, you know, like on this triumphal night he brings some trollop home i thought i, I actually thought um so it was a, it was it was a, 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 it was supposed to be like a behind the scenes of uh of hollywood um just the the the, the brutal business decisions and the the, the betrayals of and, and and so forth um it was directed by vincent minnelli um who uh, the father of uh, the ex-husband of uh, Judy Garland and the husband of or, uh, the father of Liza Minnelli, hmm. which is everything I know about Judy Garland and Liza Minnelli. That's that's, that's twice that you've brought up. <laughs> Should we have a dedicated episode? I mean, I would have done more research. Maybe it's the bidet talking. <laughs> <laughs> First, the first, the first Kirk Douglas movie I saw when I was a kid is I saw what was it, Tough Guys or Wise Guys? Oh, with, tough with, Guys with Burt Lancaster. Guys. Yeah, Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster. That's a good one. And uh, yeah, I probably watched that ten times when I was a kid. I'd like to see that again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that was no. Yeah, that might have been. Was that Burt Lancaster's last movie? I think it was. May have yeah. been. Yeah. Uh, he was in a movie in the early 80s called Atlantic City with Susan Sarandon. Uh, never saw it. I think it was directed by a French director, Louis Mal, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't have any of this in front of me. But I mean, it got like critical review. I mean, rave critical reception. But I, you know, I never saw it. It seemed kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Atlantic City seems boring. Uh, well, it it the movie seemed boring <laughs> to me when I was a teenager in 1982, and and it may have been older than that, like 81, or even 1980. I don't even know. That's how far back into the mists of time we're receding. Have you, did you see that thing on Twitter where it's like post a gif of? Uh... Yes, and I did it. You did it. I did it. it it's a uh, type in the the year you became a teenager, and um, post a, a a a gif from that. Yeah. And uh, mine was uh, Bill Murray as that lounge lizard on um, on Saturday Night Live. Hmm. What was yours? Uh. Uh, the Tim Burton Batman movie. 
I remember seeing that on, um, uh, remember that new theater? It was new at the time uh, on, um, don't tell me, a Mineral in Broadway. Is that Southbridge? The Southbridge. Is that still mm -hmm. there? Still, does it still have a movie theater? No, the building is still there. It's, it's a consignment store now <laughs> where the that, theater used to be. Wow. Consignment? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? I don't know. Southbridge is, I, I saw The Fugitive at Southbridge probably six times. I saw The Fugitive um, at, on Colorado Boulevard. Um, oh, we're just talking about obscure Denver locations, Jared. Uh, oh, I can still hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. Did, did I? Did I hear a bidet? <laughs> no. Did you hear a high pitched scream when I said it to Bellagio? <laughs> <laughs> so cold. So cold. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. The fugitive. I uh, haven't seen that lately. Um, I showed it to the kids probably six months ago. Yeah. It's, what do they think? It, yeah, it, it holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it good. does. It's a, uh, it's, what'd you it, provast? It's a well done no, movie. No, no. Are you doing Harrison Ford's hands? <laughs> yeah. I didn't kill my family. I didn't kill my family. That's my Harrison Ford. <laughs> okay. It's my wife. Oh, that's right. I didn't kill my wife. That's <laughs> Oops. Hey, what'd you think was, of U.S. Marshals? <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You, you, you switched the samples. You switched the samples so you could give the world Provasic. <laughs> okay. Uh, listeners, what you're missing right now is, is, is Brian doing a great Harrison Ford with like, because Harrison Ford always, when you see Harrison Ford in any movie, keep an eye on his hands. He's always doing like this thing with his hands. Um, like uh, it, it's similar to uh, Bruno Ganz, uh in um, Downfall with uh, <laughs> the Hitler, the Hitler movie with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> were, were, were you uh, pantomiming a hair pick there jared i don't think i've seen <laughs> harrison ford do that in the movie was i really doing that <laughs> the man with the permanent that really frames his face killed my wife <laughs> The scene, the scene where he's being interviewed by those two bumbling detectives. Um, she was more rich. It's it's so good. Yeah. Because they're, they're not taking they're not taking him seriously. They, they've already made up their minds, and and he is been through this traumatic thing. It's re it's really good scene. And then the the I don't know what is it the 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 chief is behind the glass and he's like, book him. <laughs> he's not buying any of it i told you i ate in the same food court as one as one of the two detectives uh in la in 1995 <laughs> i oh, hate really? to name i hate to name drop and i won't because i have no idea who this character actor is <laughs> but yeah i looked over and the guy who said 
she was, she was more, more rich. No, no, actually, it was the big. It was the big guy with like gray hair, and not the not the guy who looked like a pedo with the glasses. Um, okay, so I, I had no intention of talking about the fugitive, but here's here's what made Harrison Ford's performance so top notch in that. Most of most of the stuff, most of those scenes was him working by himself. I mean, he wasn't playing off anybody else. And yet, I mean, so while his performance was uh, detailed and whatnot, uh, uh, he, he, he wasn't chewing up the scenery. You know, like, uh, remember when the cops raid the Polish landlady's apartment and take her son off in, in handcuffs? Um, musha, 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 Richard Kimball. <laughs> I will not, I will, uh, you know, that sort of anti-Slavic language sentiment is not welcome here on, on. I'm Eastern European. I'm Eastern European. <laughs> so, uh, uh, he's so scared. I mean, his, 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 his fear and then the, like the relief, but then the fear is so great in that scene when like, they don't, you know, the cops are there, they're coming, but they're not coming for him. It was amazing. It was really well done. Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, I, I left the theater thinking he was going to win the Academy Award for best supporting actor. And I was right. That and the Broncos over the Packers in the Super Bowl are pretty much the only correct calls I've ever made in my life. Well, that's not true, but, you know, predictions. Tommy Lee Jones has one of my favorite uh, tough guy lines. I won't say what movie it's from because you'll both make fun of me. But I remember it, it, there was like a bar fight going on and this guy approaches Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, you know, is in his cowboy getup. He's got a got his cowboy hat on he's staring this younger guy down the younger guy's like you better you better watch out old man he's like i know martial arts and tommy lee jones is like you better know something <laughs> <laughs> thought that was a great line that was good <laughs> uh what what movie is that from i i forget um do you do you guys remember when he I don't know if he was kind of like a bodyguard for a group of college girls or high school, high school girls. Does that kind of sound familiar? And he was kind of like hired to protect him or something like that. It's a comedy. It's, it's a ridiculous movie. It, see if I can find it. Yeah. Of the sounds like a guarding Tess kind of genre. And I could be, I could be getting that wrong. That's just kind of what I remember. Okay. They, I thought they put him in charge of a. So Tommy Lee Jones lives down down here in hill country and he is widely regarded as not a, a, a very nice guy uh he's not you know i mean he's got his own thing and man of the house man of the house okay yeah that doesn't that doesn't look not right. nine nine percent on rotten tomatoes out <laughs> of ten <laughs> nine out of a hundred <laughs> did you enjoy the special features when you watched them oh you're talking to me i was 
So I painted over the weekend. I've been working on this huge canvas, which would be exciting if anything good was happening, and it's not. Um, I am spraying a lot of paint, but I'm not, I'm not getting it, and it's not popping, and it's not working, and it's incredibly frustrating, and it makes me want to write. Also, I did it on like the only day in the last month that it hadn't been pouring rain. Um, it turns out that like the fire ants don't like to drown either. So they all like, I, I didn't really know it at the time, but like that night I like got, I, I have several Texas fire ant bites, which have the effect of like, it looks like people put cigarettes out on, on my body and they itch like crazy. Yeah, that's not great. Anyway, on top of that, you know, the painting is frustrating. Keep working through it. What do you know about it? You're work, rich. work the pro work the problem. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. I <laughs> is that from something? It is from something, and I can't and I can't remember what it is. Uh okay. All right. Well, here we go. We got anything else? Brand and beautiful. Well, you maybe know, like maybe I can't do curve curve. <laughs> I wish I could. I, when you asked about movies and books, I, I am currently in two books. Halfway through A Drinking Life by, by Pete, Pete Hamill. Hamill. And then I've got, I've listened to quite a bit now that Bluebeard. Kurt Vonnegut's uh, uh, the, the novel that we're all reading for uh, mm -hmm. our uh, uh, next Book club. Book club, yeah. Of course, to get to that episode, we're actually going to have to post an episode. <sighs> no, that gives us go. more time to finish the book. <laughs> tell, tell Jack to take his time. <laughs> Jared, are you going to be joining us, uh, uh, Tirza and Emily? I, I, I'd like to, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that? Is that a problem, Brian? No, that's not a problem at all. I think that that sounds, uh, well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah that's, well, I, when Jeff mentioned the book, okay, you guys were okay, reading, I was like, I'll, what's I'll going try to on. see if I can. Jared sizing up who can be the next victim of these two millennial chicks on our, on the podcast. Oh, they, they both, they both have been cracking me up. <laughs> yeah, I've been, Jared, I've been keeping up yeah. with you guys. <laughs> Well, I'd love to sign them up for the. Uh, uh, oops, I'd love to sign them up for the uh, Managing Expectations <laughs> Media Network. <laughs> well, the last time too, didn't you have a third? There was a third girl on there, right? Oh, you Elena. On... Yeah, yeah, Elena. So that when Brian was, I don't know, he was doing like a million dollars worth of business, and then he. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he has, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes here, family time on the weekend. And uh, so, you know, when I got to, when I got to do an evergreen, I call, I call the chicks, you know, and they know who big daddy is. So, um, so yeah, it's like, it was, it was me and my so you, dysfunctional you daughters. You recorded a podcast. We recorded a podcast. Yes. Yes. We recorded a podcast. Um, uh, that was fun. Uh, now and, and, do all, do the, do all three of them? Do they, 
are they um, work associates? Yeah, well, I mean, I know actually they're all they're all over the place elena's in houston and i used to work with her oh, okay tears is okay. in kansas city and uh we're, we're friends with them from our time up there and uh i work i work with emily okay who's who's not cool. exactly the millennial scold that she seems but she could be if she put her mind to it <laughs> I sent her. I sent her that clip uh, from uh, Dumpster Fire that I may have sent you guys, uh, contrasting the Russian military and and the American military commercial. But Brian, you're shaking your head like that was a bad idea. No, it wasn't a bad idea. I I couldn't believe that that was a real thing. Yeah, man. I don't know. It was all going to be cyber war anyway. I don't know how that works. I don't you know. I don't know. <laughs> when they when they when they uh, hack into the Dallas water system and you don't have pressure to your bidet, that's <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> that's when the trouble starts. Um, yeah, no, that's we, cool. I can't wait to use it when I visit. Yeah. Oh, are you still coming to town? I am. Um, uh, but I'll get are back you, with are you. you bring, are you are you doing one of those one hundred dollar flights? So when you sent me okay, that, Jeff, I, hang on, let me set were, it up. Let me set Jeff, it up. Jeff let me was set looking. Let me, let me set it up, okay? Jared's like, oh yeah, you you can fly from from Dallas to the mountains for a hundred bucks all day long I didn't, I didn't say 100 bucks bob. this reminds me of my friend bob who like out of high school was like everything on the menu two bucks two bucks and he didn't have any money so like we go to like the armadillo <laughs> on the wadsworth and whatever bowls maybe is that still Bellevue. there uh, nope no nope. no it's a noodle it's a noodles and company now of course it is <laughs> and um uh Two bucks, two bucks for everything. And like we, you know, so he, he, my friend Rob gets dragged, dragged, uh, Bob drags Rob. Rob has to pay and it cost him like $25 that he didn't have, which seems like a very little money, but it was, you know, 84, 85. So anyway. Okay, Jeff. So anyway, 100 First bucks, off, 100 bucks, Dallas to Montrose. I did not say 100 bucks, I said 100 something. And Emily has bought three. Emily has bought three round trip tickets for under under two hundred bucks. One of them was eighty. One of them was eighty bucks. Now this was earlier in the year. Jeff sends me these prices, but he's looking like several months ahead, which is like one of the busier, you know, one of the busier times to fly into Montrose. But you were looking in July, right? Something like in July. Oh, I was. I was. Yeah. But it's yeah. Don't don't come in July. <laughs> I am coming in July. Are you, you are going to drive? Um, probably. Cool. And, and it's okay that I talk about it because uh, the way producer Jack posts podcasts, this one won't be be being on. 
And thank you for listening, folks. We have hit our limit of number of Jeff mentioning the number of times that Jack has been delinquent in posting episodes of the Managing Expectation podcast. This is how it starts. Okay. Next thing you know, he's he's Skeet Ulrich. He's Skeet Ulrich in as good as it gets. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. Delinquency and posting the podcast. This is this is his generation's lawn mowing business, and <laughs> you know, and he needs to do some weeding. Yeah. For for good or just for a minute. Have to say. <laughs> <laughs> How many times are you going to mention Jack again? <laughs> All right. I've I've hurt Brian's feelings. He has to go soothe <laughs> producer Jack. He has to he probably has to Are you guys taking the plane somewhere today this afternoon? <laughs> you going to go taking it to Calif California to visit Caitlyn Jenner? I'm having some trouble with my starboard uh, turbine. I don't know. Does, that, does that affect the pitch and y'all? It does, big time. All right, all right. So on behalf of pitch and y'all, uh, this is uh, Jeff Winger. And I want to thank you very, very much for giving us a few minutes of your time and attention. Uh, have, a, have a great day manage those expectations and we look forward to uh talking again brian jared thank you very much fellas great to be here thank you all right uh what do we say keep it keep it under bellagio <laughs> keep it real what we say? <laughs> keep it real stay classy uh, have a towel and a wrench nearby just in case. Pitch and yaw, towel and wrench. Get me off this bench. Let's go to work. <laughs>